I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? This is the 100 After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. We'd like to welcome you for joining us tonight. This is episode two of the last and final season of the 100. I'm your host, Haley Graves. And before we get started, I have to introduce my lovely panel. We have Mr. Jorge Payo. Say what's up, Jorge. What it do? What's going on, one? And of course, we have the most lovely Cherry Davis. Hey, everybody. Happy the 100 Thursday. Oh, I like that. The 100 Thursday. And last but not least, we have Gunner Texera. Say what's up, Gunner. Love you guys. We love Thursdays. We definitely do. And tonight, you guys, we're going to dive into this episode that really gave us so much good information that I felt like we really, really needed. But before I hear everyone's overall thoughts, uh, just going to let you all know, we're going to pretty much talk about it straightforward, straight, simple. Um, Octavia and Dio and Diokes. Wow, words are hard tonight. <laughs> Them too. And their experience in what we learn is Planet Beta. And then also we're going to talk about Echo, Bellamy, and kind of the present day Planet Beta. Or, or you know, we're just going to see what they've been up to. So, Jorge, tell me what were your overall thoughts? This is why I love this show. Because once you think you're like, you know what's going on, all of a sudden there's a twist and there's new stuff going, going happening. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, wait, this is the last season? Because we're being introduced to a whole new world. Yeah. It's pretty... Pretty cool, pretty exciting, I think. Yeah, no doubt. I thought it was really crazy the way that they have sort of implemented where this new planet is that is really a planet we kind of knew about, but hey, you know, they're connecting all the dots for us. Cherry, what'd you think of this episode? Well, everybody knows I love Octavia. So I love this team Octavia heavy episode. And we got to see her get a little bit of happiness. So loving. <laughs> and Gunnar, what were your thoughts? I'm a huge Octavia fan as well. And I thought, I'm so glad we had this episode so much sooner in the season because it gave us so much to look forward to. Yeah, that's kind of, that's definitely where I stand. Um, this episode for me was super enjoyable because they gave us so much information and really a lot of needed information. And to be honest, it was nice to have a break from all of the just everything that's going on at Sanctum with Clark and with all of that chaos. It was just nice to have a break from it. And this episode did just that for me. Um, so like I said, we're going to talk a lot about where Dioza <laughs> got it. Words came back to me and Octavia were, and really we got to see Hope's upbringing. And then on the flip side, we saw what Hope, present day Hope, Echo and Gabriel were doing as they made their way to Planet Beta. And then we're also going to have our special segment, which is the over-under game by Jorge. And Gunner has some awesome news and gossip for us. And then we'll wrap up with predictions. So with that, you guys, Jorge, the episode opened up where we see Octavia swimming. We don't exactly know where she is. We don't know if this is present day. We don't know if it's in the past. So what were your thoughts when we found out that this was actually her and Dioza right after they stepped into um, the anomaly? Oh, I thought that was a really fun reveal, especially when we yeah. find out that Dioza's already been there for three months and she's about to give birth. I mean, what a situation to be brought into right after you just came out out of the lake, you know, now, you know, you, you go from, from swimmer to wet nurse in, you know, all of about three minutes. 
So thought it was really cool. Cherry, what were you thinking when it was revealed that there's such a time difference between what we know as Earth and where Sanctum and Clark and everyone is in comparison to the very sped up time frame of this new planet? What were you thinking about just all of that being revealed? I was trying to figure out exactly who created that technology, what's going on. I mean, they dropped a little bit of hints that we're getting our last season's bad guys back, the prime. So I was flabbergasted, but it did explain a lot more about Hope being so much older than what she should have been. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I mean, I was just honestly, I felt bad in a sense that they kept having this kind of underlying tone that no one was like thinking about Octavia. No one was going to notice that Octavia was even gone. And that like kind of depressed me in all of this because it was just like, Ugh. like I don't want to think about the fact that no one was even noticing Octavia's disappearance, I guess you could say. And then on top of that, the fact that she fought so hard to keep going back to recreating the anomaly and figuring out how to get something there. Gunner, you said that Octavia is one of your favorite characters. What were you feeling for her in this episode? I feel we got to see a lot of her strength in the fact and her, her determination of keep going and wanting to get down below and especially once they found that suit and wanting to try to make it back but we also got to see her motherly instinct and her compassion how truly much she really does care for a lot of people and when you matter to her she deeply cares for you yeah I couldn't agree more and Jorge I want to talk to you a little bit and let me know if you got the same vibes or really it's open for anyone to pick this up but one of the things that I really noticed was the similarities that they were laying out for us in Octavia's childhood and then now Hope. You know, it was interesting to me that Hope continuously says that she wants to be like Octavia. She wants to learn how to fight like Octavia to help her find her brother Bellamy. And then obviously at the end, we see how Octavia made her hide in the floorboard, very similar to what Octavia went through. So Jorge, do you think there's going to be more similarities between the two of them as the season progresses? Well, I, I think that Hope has somehow imprinted on uh, Octavia. And so, so she's going to try to emulate Octavia as much as she can to, to, to her. Because Octa- you have to also, also think about the stories that Octavia has been telling her as she's been growing up. She knows all these people. She knows Bellamy. She knows Bellamy enough to write his name and stick it in her arm. So uh, she probably sees Octavia as some sort of folk hero at this point as well is what yeah. I'm thinking. So, no to, so to her, Octavia is somebody that she aspires to. And for Octavia, that moment sparked the minute that she put her pinky into Hope's little baby mouth, she started to understand what it was that Bellamy felt for her. And I think it was a, it, it, uh, the whole episode was just like a bringing back of Octavia to her humanity is what it looked like. Definitely. And, and what were From you gonna say, Cherry? From the chat we have, Smallville Max says, my heart broke for Octavia since no one realized she was missing, but I'm also proud of her because she went through a lot of crap and came out a stronger person. And I have to agree with that. And one of my things I I find interesting between Octavia and Bellamy is I honestly think, I know he loves his sister, but he wants her to act the way he wants her to act. And he doesn't really like the independence, the warrior-ness that she's gone through. And I'm not saying Octavia's perfect because she's done some bad things, but when it came right down to it, 
she made sure humanity survived when they were in that pit. And for them to discard her makes me feel frustrated because it's like she was a sun eater that took all that hate and evil into her. And everyone else is able to say, well, Octavia made us do it. And they step back. Yeah. Cherry, uh, do you think that, because the other part that really stood out to me was in present day when present day Hope said, my mother, my responsibility. Do you think it's interesting that through all the struggles that Octavia went through and has continued to go through that she's almost instilling the same beliefs and sort of upbringing onto Hope? I thought it was interesting and I personally watched the way that they were interacting and it felt like almost like they were two mothers and it was more of a parental relationship together. And I understand how Hope, those are the, her entire world, but I thought it was really interesting the way that Hope said that Octavia and Doza did not teach her how to fight. Yeah. I thought yeah. that really showed the change that not only Doza, but Octavia went through as she watched this young girl, this child grow up before her eyes. And it made her more emph emphatic to how um, Bellamy treated her, but she still did not want to tell Hope how to be. And she seemed to love her no matter what Hope did. I, I definitely agree there. And Gunnar, what are your thoughts on the fact? Because where I was most shocked in all of this, they were really building us up to think that pretty much Octavia didn't get the results she wanted. You know, they told us that for three years, trying every day just to get to the portal in the middle of the lake, it took her three years to get to 120 seconds. And then Hope tells us that she spent six years out of 10 there trying to find a portal back. But what were your thoughts when it was revealed to us that it was really Dioza who put her foot down and kind of didn't let Octavia leave? Like she told her, this is your home now, you know, Hope needs you. So what were your thoughts during that? I did like, as weird as it sounds, I thought the way Dioza reacted with Octavia was the most mature and also the least degrading to Octavia's item, Dioza's character because it wasn't a desperation or lies and tricks. It wasn't like Dioza found the suit and hit it or said, the portal's gone, I dove down, I couldn't make it. It was more that she stopped herself from sabotaging because of even the fear of what if the suit isn't waterproof or what if you can't make it down there. And also I need you and I need help bringing up hope and I am gonna be selfish and was honest about it. So I really liked that explanation and reaction between the two. But they do reveal to us that she, it did work because this beautiful letter that she wrote to Bellamy actually made it through the portal. It just went to the wrong place. So Jorge, yes. what were your thoughts in the, this, just this whole scene? You know, we have Dioza on her knees with these just warriors, or we don't even really know what exactly they are, but they're coming through this portal. They're coming after them. And we realize it's because of the letter that Octavia just so desperately had to get back to Bellamy to tell them who the primes were and everything they learned. What are your thoughts going on as that scene progressed? Um, I thought, wow, what a great reveal for the new antagonist. <laughs> yep. You know, what a great reveal for the new antagonist to come out and be like, wait a minute. And uh, I, it just brought up a lot more questions for me though. Like, why are they taking, you know, why are they taking such an interest in them? Why are they taking them alive? Uh, but it also showed just how smart Dioza is with just yeah. that, you know, secret message, you know, give up Octavia, there is no hope. Yeah. You know, uh, that's, uh, she's a clever, clever woman. And I think 
Um, I mean, the fact that Dioza needs saving at all, I, I'm, I'm sure at some point she's going to find her own way to save herself. Yeah, and I like I mentioned last week, that's the thing that I love about this show is they continuously put, like I said, women in powerful positions and they make all of their women be incredibly strong and just loyal to who they are. And we really saw that with Dioza in that scene. Additionally, I just... I was just honestly blown away by these people because the only reason why I don't think that they're in harm's way is because there was kind of two breadcrumbs. Um, the first one was when the people said like, we don't want to hurt you. And that's what they kept echoing to them. They're like, we don't want to hurt you. Just come with us. We don't want to hurt you. And the second one was when they put the mask on them and said, he wants to reserve as much of their memory as we can. So what were your thoughts, Cherry? in discovering that there's a link between the masks and that's how they preserve the memories. Because remember, we were curious last week when we saw these soldiers, how they still had their memories, how they knew what they were supposed to be doing when they were on earth. Now we know it has to do with this mask. What are your thoughts about that new realization? Well, I'm in the chat and in the chat, um, Arkham says that they feel that this reminds them from season three. Okay. And I have to, when they said that, I was like, oh my God, yeah, it does remind me a lot of that. And then in last week's episode, they weren't trying to kill them then either. True. They were shooting around them, but they weren't trying to kill them. Of course, R100 immediately went straight through the kill everybody, kill everybody, not question them, but that's how we roll. Um, I thought that was interesting. And I'm almost wondering if when they brought Bellamy back, he has some connection and I think he has some usefulness and that's why they're not hurting them because Bellamy says, I want my sister and you can bring Dioza with you too. I don't care, but I want my sister to bring her to me. <laughs> that's No, that's actually a really accurate thought because what I did find strange and I almost was a little bummed out about and the fact that we didn't get any glimpses of Bellamy. For part of me, in the beginning of the episode, I thought that the crazy man, I mean, that's just what we can call him for right now. <laughs> uh, he, I kind of thought that it was a very aged Bellamy. I thought that the time between when he went through the anomaly and when the rest of them did at the end of last week's episode was longer than we thought. And so that this could have been 10 plus years, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, maybe he just really lost his shit and this is the new <laughs> Bellamy. But obviously we ended up getting a closer look at his face. So everyone in the chat, I want to know who you think this man is because we really don't have a ton on him because we, he's yeah. obviously much younger than the skeleton people that we come to see. And he knows hope because he addressed who or he dressed the doll as hope. So I'm curious to know everyone in the chat who you think this is our, we'll get to it at predictions, but I just want to throw it out there right now. So, I mean, with that, that kind of wraps up everything that was happening between hope. I mean, yeah, baby hope, Dioza and Octavia during their time in the anomaly. So now I want to jump to the bulk of this episode, which was everything we learned through hope present day, Gabriel and echo. Um, Jorge, what were your thoughts on when they arrived? You know, Hope immediately says, welcome to Sky Ring. And I'm in a last piece of connecting the two. What were your thoughts on the fact that it was Hope who called this new place Sky Ring? 
Well, at first I was about to reach for my PS4 controller. I thought I was about to play a video game. Um, and I thought, well, how fun that, you know, the planet was named by a child. True. Quite honestly, you know, uh, Skyring. You know, I loved it too when, when he was like, when Gabriel had the big reveal, uh, understood, oh, it's Planet Beta. And she's like, Skyring's better. It is better. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I will say, Cherry, how, maybe not, maybe confused isn't the word, but what were you experiencing when it was revealed to us that within the daytime, like I just can't get over how different time periods it is because Hope tells us that within the day she was on Earth, which I think she was honestly there a little longer than a day, but it was hundreds of years when she got back. So processing that as you're watching, what is going through your mind? I am still confused about how the anomaly works and why yeah. there's a time differential. I mean, they explained the whole black hole thing, yeah. but as they <laughs> say in, in Star Trek, I'm not an astronomer, Jim. I don't know how it works. So I am very curious how they're going to explain it next week. Yeah. But I totally like the idea of the them using a time anomaly to punish people. That way they don't lose their human person for too long. I mean, they're there for five years, according to the um, Earth 2 beta. But when yep. they go back to across the bridge, it'll only be like a week for them. So it'll be like, yeah. get back to work, you lazy bum. <laughs> but you know what? Kevin and, of course, our beloved Maria would never say that to us because they have been <laughs> on our side from the beginning when they started After Buzz TV. For all of us that love TV, movies, books, and everything else, it's a place for all of us to gather and get together, especially when we're sheltering at home, we're feeling so disconnected. Dis and with them having the blog, them having the podcast, it's a way for all of us to get together, to comment, to write, and just connect on all the social media channels. So thank you, Maria. Thank you, Kevin. And of course, thank all the other hosts who are on every day talking about um, all of our beloved uh, fandom. Yes, we definitely appreciate everything. And we appreciate you, everyone in the chat that continues to support us and watch the shows that we love and then come and talk about all things with us. And speaking of the chat, also shout out to you guys. If anyone is a black hole expert, if you want to clue us in on that piece, it kind of went over my head. And honestly, every time Gabriel kind of talks, I feel myself having to lean in a little further because... <laughs> I really need to pay attention to what he's saying because his information is always valuable, but it's given so quick that I'm like, dang, what was he just saying? So that's why I keep the closed captioning on. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. I, do too. I, watch I keep the CC on. I'm like, wait, what? This, <laughs> what? this episode, especially, I think I had to rewind it three times because yeah. I didn't want to miss something because they were so great at giving us so many details. Like the fact that I mean, now, like you said, they're giving us a new character and this Anders person who's head of the disciples. And tell me, Gunner, what are your thoughts on the fact that they're being referred to as disciples, not soldiers, not warriors, not followers, but well, I guess disciples and followers are kind of the same thing. But what are your thoughts on that's being their reference, not one of the others? I, I, it's such an interesting word, especially having christian background hearing and always yeah. knowing that reference of like the 12 disciples so it's going to be very interesting and i'm since we're my assumptions are that this is related to 
the primes and the same group that came to the moon that they're on moon that they're on yes it's a moon they yeah. said it's a moon yeah and assuming that a group broke off or got separated either through the anomaly or whatever it may be so that they are probably in that same mindset so i'm almost imagining wherever the other part of the anomaly i'm going to say the same anomaly but or different yeah. one goes to that that is where the disciples and whoever they disciple for sure disciple follow whatever the word would be so it's gonna be very interesting to see that relation and see if it's gonna be almost a like god and follower type aspect and jorge uh they also kind of tell us that through this crazy mystery man he keeps talking about the fact that Skyring is where people go to atone for their sins. And so, yeah. like you're saying, Gunnar, that's another kind of religious connection that we have going here. And the fact that they literally said atone for your sins, that's not us, you know, picking and pulling at this. That's genuinely what they talked about. So Jorge, what are you thinking about the fact that Skyring, Planet Beta, whatever you want to call it, is actually kind of like a prison? It's, I mean, it's kind of a diabolical prison when you think about it, because you could do five years in Skyrim, in Skyring, and then go back to Bardo, which is the new planet, right? And it could be a weekend for them. Yeah. So you would have aged five years, but everybody that you know is exactly as the way that you left them. So it's almost like a double torture, really. Yeah. I mean, you have the whole isolation for the, that number of years, and then you're going back and everybody, you know, your best friend is, you know, still looking great <laughs> you know like you don't have any gray hairs what's that about uh, it's like it's literally like everyone's captain america yeah uh. <laughs> oh dang it's the opposite effect <laughs> yes <The> opposite effect. <laughs> well i look young forever so i'm yes, you do of course um so cherry tossing it to you my friend um this mystery man you know he leaves they're guarding this gabriel's finding all of this information um, what were your, your thoughts as they're just dragging on what Gabriel is trying to find? You know, I don't know if you were like me and I was irritated. I was like, let's get to it. I was like feeling echo. I was like, yes, fast forward through this ish. You don't got to listen to it all. So what were you thinking during that? Well, A, he's seeing people that he knew. So he wants to like enjoy them. And also for scientific sure. method, you can't skip steps sometimes because if you skip a step, you'll miss something important. Echo needs to learn some patience. I love Echo, but she needs to learn See, some and patience. I, and I am lacking <laughs> in that area too. So. <laughs> and can I just say, if you know that there's a back door to your residence, why isn't the door locked? Or put a chair in front of it. They knew yeah. El, El Meadow Butter was running around. Now they didn't know he's gonna toss down the iPad, but I always take my electronics with me because I assume people will spill water on it. Or break them. And what happened? It got broke. Because they I left just, it where Mr. Man could grab it. And that was not a good idea. I'd just like to point out that the iPads of the future really break <laughs> apart really easily. That's a shame. I, know, I mean, like, he just slammed that on the floor and it was in pieces. They didn't have a case on it. Nope. I have oh, a case on Always, a always have a case. Mine. Thank that's you. That's the moral always. of the story. Always have a case. <laughs> that so bugged me about how easy that broke. I was like, really? That yeah. just shatters. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. It went through the water. It went through the anomaly. Fine. Right. Well, broke it. And yeah. speaking of the other things that bugged me <laughs> is the fact that just in literally of effing course that they have the piece of paper, they 
figure out on their own, you know, through hope, having her memory come back that every person has their own code. And then just of that thing course, Bellamy's washed away, mm-hmm. you know, on the note. Like, I was just like, why? It would have just made everything. Like, I get that this shows, I think, the importance of this crazy man and how much he's going to actually have to do with all of this. But I was just like, God, that's the most 100 thing I think they could have made about this episode. (laughs) And the fact that they had to just make the code go away and then not even just make it go away. The fact that then they were like, all right, Gabriel's going to pretend like he can bring it back by putting some fire and trying to figure out the numbers. I was like, bruh. Let's just not even try that. Let's move on. Um, But I do got to give him props for remembering the mind chips. And I was going to say, clarify me here because I was kind of confused. He says that it was Josephine's mind clip or whatever. And yeah, and it actually ended up being Colin. So I was kind of confused how we went from him saying that he found Josephine's and wanted to see her memories, but then it was clearly Colin. Oh, um, no, he had two mind chips. Oh, he, he did was okay. checking. He was checking to see if Josephine right, was gone. Right. right. He, he he brought hers with him from yep. Sanko. The right. other one was Collins. Yeah. Okay, so can we confirm that Josephine is actually gone? Looks like it. Yes. yes. Okay. I think he said that from he a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. The mind reader, the mind reader with him. Yep. That's how he checked. Because I remember him like looking at the mind reader, and I guess I'm. I don't know. I might've been distracted. My dogs were watching this episode with me. And <laughs> so I, cause I could have sworn I saw him plug it in. It was uploading. And then that was when it went straight to the glitch, 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 glitch. And then it was um, her face talking to what was clearly a man. So, okay. Glad we cleared that up. I don't know if anyone else got confused on that, but I clearly did. And so ultimately we end up figuring out that this is planet beta and elijah's three was there and colin was the only survivor cherry give me your thoughts on the fact that we know that colin was this was the only survivor i find that interesting and it plays into my theory that the primes had maybe some sort of falling out and one group went to to um uh, sovereign or whatever it's called yep. and then the other group went somewhere else and they kept expanding their techno- technological advancements yep. and I'm wondering if maybe since they don't seem scared of their primes if maybe they're able to grow bodies or something and that's why the religion seems a little bit different than what they had at the other planet because they did lose some of their ability to grow um, host bodies. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. That's your theory. We we jumped to predictions real quick with you there. But, um, but okay, Jorge, what, like, we see the crazy man smash the mind reader. And it's like, again, so the 100. Just saying. Just saying. So the 100. But he says it's because I serve the master and his shield and his sword. And his shield and his sword, yeah. Yeah. So anyone have any guesses to what that could possibly mean? Like this, well, like they mm-hmm. said, like he could have just left it at I serve the master. And we would assume that it's this Anders guy who's head of the disciples. But the shield and the sword are very interesting to me. Well, that's something uh, that a zealot would say, that an acolyte would say. I yeah. am his shield and I am his sword. That means that I would die for him, basically. Yeah. I will okay. fight for him and I will die for him. And that's why he took that, that giant, future ipad and 
Why is the iPad bigger? Also, that's the other question. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was uh, like a mini computer that was flat, right? Um, but yeah, I think uh, he—that's what he's saying. That's sort of you know what that is is probably like they're like what all the acolytes have been um, have been. They're kind of like stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they—they've been conditioned. Thank you, Cherry. They've been conditioned to think that way. Gunner, why do you think that crazy man? couldn't have just literally let shit be because he easily like echo was like hey you can 100% like stay here it's cool we'll go you're good bro and but then like he had no chill and had to freak out like why do you think that him staying his full time was so important I I we have to imagine then that the culture on Barros, how do you say it? Bardos? Yeah, Bardo. Bardo. Um, thank you for reminding me of the name. That it must be very severe at how much their punishment are taken seriously. And that your comment about the sword and shield, I don't remember the past exactly, but I know in the Bible there is a verse about talking about the sword and shield of faith. So I bet it's even more a reflection of that. And that could be a, a continuous theme we could see. I feel on Sanctum, we never really saw the more religious side of it, more just simply they worship the primes and that was really it. So this could be almost the other side, technology and like faith. Yeah, I think for me, the what I'm most looking forward to about the people of Bardo is seeing where their technology has taken them. Yes. And every, just honestly, I would love to just pick one of their brains to see how they figured all of this stuff out truthfully. And I hope that someone does that. I hope Gabriel does that. Of all people, he deserves to be able to just pick one of the scientist's brains. Yeah. Tell me this Absolutely. last question before we move on, because I know this kind of wraps up everything here. Um, who thinks that there's going to be another version of Becca somehow alive in Bardo? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a philosopher. No way. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely thinking <laughs> that. Um, everyone in the chat, let me know your thoughts there as well. But with that, that pretty much wraps up everything about this episode. Again, they gave us so much good information. And then we got naturally the teaser that next week we're going back to Doom and Doom and Gloomville with figuring out what's gonna actually happen to our last prime, well, last prime that we know of. Uh, so with that, Jorge, go ahead and move us to our special segment, the over under game. All right, over under, so over. <laughs> uh, so each week I am going to, cause I watched the show with the closed captioning on, <laughs> I'm going to Fair. do a word count. Uh, and the word count will be a name or a new place and uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, is it over? Uh, how many times that person's name has been called out, written, or just said? Okay. okay. And we'll see who's the winner this week. So, uh, Dioza, over, under, seven times. Over. 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 Nine times. Nine times. Only nine? Yeah, only nine, <laughs> you would think. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'd be honest. Um, I stopped counting on hope because it was just too much. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I was just like, hope, hope. There's a lot of hope. Hope, hope. Okay. Uh, hey, here's a return. Bellamy, over, under, eight times. Under. Uh, under. under. Over. Ah. Times. Wow. I mean, wow. More than Dioza. Yeah. Huh, Bellamy, shocked. still, you still feel the presence of Bellamy. Man, uh, there's someone that we haven't seen in two weeks. Still is very relevant. <laughs> right? 
Um, and of course, uh, Octavia, over or under 12 times? Over. Over. Under. 18. Oh, dang 18 it. Times. She's the big winner of the week. I always it was think, an Octavia episode. I always true. think that true. you're gonna like trick us. So <laughs> I, like, I'm like, I'm not gonna go with the obvious. I thought part. that, but I was like, no, no, she's gonna double trick us to think that someone's gonna go. <laughs> That's okay, me. Well, you never know where I'm gonna come from on that. Yeah, maybe one week I'll actually win this. Maybe, <laughs> I'll, just, maybe I'll just count it myself. Okay. Oh, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nobody do that. That ruins the game. No one likes <laughs> cheaters. Um, but all right, Gutter, go ahead and give us our news and gossip. So for some very exciting news, as we were just introduced to them, the disciples so far for our creators of the 100, as they don't like to say that there's a big bad or a villain, because we do see uh, Shade Hedda is still relevant and he's going to be a character that we're going to see. The main antagonist for the season, though, will be the Disciples. So we cannot wait to see what they bring from Bardos and how they interact with the 100. Interesting. Very interesting. That I got know. my wheels turning a little. I know. All right. So that actually, speaking of wheels turning, let's move into predictions. Cherry, take it away and let us know what people in the chat have to say. Well, in the chat, we have a couple of predictions. Uh, number one from Smallville Mac. I predict Becca is coming back, but I hope they bring back Lexa. Me too. Oh. And then um, Arkham, Arkham O says, if they throw Clark and Gaia together, I swear they're going to make the shippers lose their shh. And... Um, we all agree if we get Clark and Guy together, we will all freak out. But I kind of like it, so I don't know. I'm kind of feeling that. Um, for my yeah. predictions for next week, we're going to learn more about the um, what's happening across the bridge. I think we're going to see Bellamy and what he's up to. We're going to learn um, what's going on with... I think something's going on between Doza and um, my beloved Octavia. I'm not sure what, but I think there is. There's a lot of gender fluidity over there. And I think that's like my big thing is we're going to see Bellamy and it's just going to be a major love fest between him and his sister. All right. Uh, Gunner, what are your predictions? I definitely, I was curious about Dioza and Octavia, but I feel they wanted to keep both those characters like individual and single on their own for that kind of instant of that they don't need a man or a woman or whoever they want to be with yeah. so i think i see them both signs saying single i definitely feel like we're going to learn much more about the world of planet beta and bardos for sure i feel like if we don't go to bardos next i'm gonna be a little surprised because i want to see what happens next with that and how it all works and jorge um i think that shade hedda is going to come out and take control of one crew they're gonna find out that maddie doesn't have the the okay. flame and shade hedda is the one true uh, uh whatchamacallit uh leader before so. before i say my predictions i do have a question for everyone just a general question um how old do we think bellamy is going to be the next time we see him Oh, that's a really good point. Because I feel like in order to keep Bellamy's character and just even just thinking about the actor without consistently putting on some sort of older makeup on him week after week, I think that 
the other bridge to Bardo, so this kind of plays into my prediction, is going to have the reverse time effect. So I feel like oh. only going to planet beta time speeds up. And I think the other two planets will be a normal sense of time, which plays into the punishment factor of planet beta. When you go there, you lose however X amount of hundreds of years of your life. So when you go back, you're exposed to a completely new world. You've lost all the people that you love. And it just makes, again, that torture and that punishment even more severe. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I feel like that's the only way that we can have. And also the only way we can really see Dioza again, because remember we're hundreds of years from when that happened, when they got taken. So realistically, the only way we're going to see them again is if there's some sort of time altering going on the bridge from planet beta back to Bardo. I, that's very true. That's I think good. maybe, what if not in reverse, but it goes slower on Bardo's to our time on um, Sanctum. So Sanctum is at rate X and uh, beta is being faster. So what if yep. Bardo's been slower than Sanctum? So really oh, you that could be go true. back to where you were. <laughs> No, that, I mean, that's also very true. That's, I, there's, black, yeah, I just think, black holes. I was like, what? Yeah, regardless of what it is, I think that it has to have some sort of a, additional time altering thing, because if not, then we will realistically see a completely different Bellamy and never see Dioza again, which I can't imagine happening. Um, unless they just literally give us flashbacks the entire time of everything Dioza went through. And that would be kind of bullshit, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, part of my fridge. Um, but all right, do we have, oh, and then my other prediction is that I think somehow, um, like Cherry, I think was saying that there was some sort of rift between the two groups, um, the two prime situations, that the reason why they separated. So I think they actually hate um wow his name is slipping but the one prime left in sanctum i think that russell people, russell there we russell. go i think the people in bardo will hate him so much that despite everything that goes on between echo gabriel and present day hope i think there's going to be some riff and tiff and terror and anger there but i think bottom line they're gonna have to come together to take down shade Haida and russell mm. there's my prediction all right guys well that's it. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. There's just endless amount of possibilities for this show. And that is why I love it. I can't wait for next week. Um, we will see you back here Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'm your host, Haley Graves. You can find me on social media, on Instagram at Haley Graves with two S's. That's H-A-L-E-Y-G-R-A-V-E-S-S. -S, or on Twitter, Haley one Graves 2 Jorge. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on all my social media at the El Jorge. That's T H E E L J O R G E. And Miss Cherry, where can we find you? You can find me on my uh, Twitter and Instagram at Cherry underscore L A. And I didn't really mean to make Gunner be last again, but you did such a good <laughs> job last week. So Gunner, take it away and sign us off. You guys can find me at the Gunner Thomas, T-H-E-G-U-N-N-E-R-T-H-O-M-A-S, and on Avatar's After Show every Monday. Thanks Ooh, for tuning in, guys. The oh. Airbenders, I'm watching that right now. Oh, okay, my God. Sorry. Monday. Uh, <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.